Hi everyone and welcome back to the Dan Draper podcast. Thank you so much for joining in again today. Uh, Today's guests are absolute legends when it comes to releasing the stigma around mental health. Their new platform and app are really going to be going places. The soft launch was this week so... I cannot wait to talk to these guys about that. Before we do, um, you can find me on Instagram at the Dan Draper Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at the Draper Podcast. You can find me on Facebook on the Dan Draper Podcast. And if you'd like to get involved with the show, I'd really love to hear your story. So you can email me on the Dan Draper Podcast at gmail.com. So, gentlemen from mindful.com, would you like to introduce yourselves? Uh, hi, everyone. I'm James. Uh, so I co founded mindful.com about a year ago uh, with two other business partners, uh, one of whom is sitting to my right, uh, Ed, and then uh, the other one uh, sadly is not here today and that's uh, doc- Dr. Nick. Um, so that's, that's me, Ed. Uh, hey guys, I'm Ed, uh, other business partner, commercial director of Mindful. Um, just really happy to be here, Dan, uh, looking forward to getting started. Perfect. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on again. I really do appreciate it. So, um, so yeah, how have you guys found lockdown? How's COVID been for you guys? <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. It's, um, from a business, business perspective, yeah. it's, it's been really, really great. So we've been able to focus on, on, on what, we're, what our vision is. Um, and sort of from a personal perspective in terms of, I know a lot of people uh, throughout lockdown have had sort of troubles with their mental, mental health, mental fitness. Um, and I found various things which I've been doing to keep me to keep me going throughout the throughout the months. Um, so, well, to be fair, I, I, to me, it's been, for me, it's been okay. Um, fortunately, I yeah, know, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's obviously been difficult at times. I think for for us as a business, it's been quite useful just for for testing. You know, people aren't time deficient, which is a good thing for us. But um, yeah, on a personal level, it was obviously difficult to begin with. But then, actually, after a while. Um, you realise that it's an opportunity to do other things, basically. So I, I've never cooked so much in my life, for example. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I attempted the banana bread and it didn't work out too well. <laughs> yeah. I, think a few, I think a few people were attempting banana bread. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so let's get into uh, where you guys obviously started, what it is that you're looking to do in the future. So where did it all begin for you guys? Where, let's talk about your previous struggles. Yeah, that, I mean, I, I can kick that off. Um, so I was uh, diagnosed with bipolar in 2006, um, and that's it's been a pretty certainly. My, I'm now uh, 34, but my 20s were a pretty rocky ride uh, in terms of in terms of the impact that had on me and and, and on my family. Uh, in a way, uh, it's, it's, it's a, I'm a sort of a strange case in a way because I only really go up, so I only really have the mania side of things, which. Although at a young age it's quite sort of alluring and, and it's sort of quite fun getting these sort of rapid thoughts, you then start to realise that it is an illness um, and effectively you can't really function in society. Um, and so my first manic episode was age 20 um, when in the run-up to it, life's amazing, you feel on top of the world and then when it just sort of sp- spills over, you, you have a crash like no others and you're just completely confused.com. Mm. Um, and then the, so throughout my 20s was sort of it was marked by sort of manic highs over the course of eight, each like two years or so um, but uh, it's been an amazing like I, I wouldn't this is a weird thing with bipolar like you wouldn't want it any other way my my family might <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually something I, I'll definitely touch on later but um, so in a, in a nutshell it's been it's been a it's been a struggle so mental fitness has, has always been a sort of priority in my life 
uh, and hence now we're sort of starting this venture uh, mindful.com um, and uh, all the lessons I've learned from that period I'm bringing into mindful.com um, so I, I've come from it from a sort of mental health background mm-hmm. um, whereas Ed has a sort of a different a different take on, yeah, so, on, on what we're offering yeah so my background is a little bit different to James um, I've never been diagnosed with any mental illness uh, or mental health condition but um, you know, I've, I've, in the last five years, for example, I've lived in three different countries, relocated three times. You know, had worked in a in a job that at times could be highly stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm certainly aware of um, you know for, for the layman, if you like, what, what it can be like. Um, but yeah, no. So my my background is in, as I said, I, I worked in a corporate environment for about ten years. Yeah. Um, and it just became it just became increasingly obvious the amount of burnout yeah. that that a lot of friends and colleagues were were suffering from due to a variety of different reasons. Um, I mean, so, and from a personal perspective, you know, I worked in roles that were, you know, highly project-orientated, very tight deadlines, um, and it's easy to become, you know, particularly for a personality like me, very, very focused and tunnel vision on, on that particular thing. Mm. Uh, and, at some, and, at, and at certain points, you can then, you know, neglect other things. Um, and so my experience, I'm sure it's the same with lots of people who work in in corporate world, um, is you can you know you're very very busy, highly focused during the week, and then Friday you just completely unleash, um, you know, get hammered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you, you, you get hammered, and then you know then you wake up on like Sunday and you're like, fuck, what have I done this week? Yeah, literally. <laughs> I mean, so, I, mem- I remember when I used to work in the city. I used to work for HSBC years ago. Yeah. Um, as well as various other firms around the city. And like you said there, the amount of time that you would just be piling into work and just yeah. really going full steam ahead. Yeah. And then Friday comes, you're like, right, sesh, let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight to Spoons first for the yeah. first one. <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah. of cheap pints and then you yeah. go to London Cocktail Bar or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think that it was, I, I was in a similar stage as well when I was working for these companies. You know, you're working all hours at certain points you know whether it's events or whether it's you know different networking bits and bobs because I was an account manager so some of my clients were you know round the clock support yeah so um but yeah it's I totally get where you're coming from with that yeah and I've seen so many of my friends as well in the banking world that have just gone through that burnout process and just you look at them you go shit mate you need to take some time off you just need to calm down a little bit you know Yeah. yeah yeah absolutely so um so when you were both going through your struggles, obviously you you mentioned about mental health there, and Ed, you were saying about the uh, you know the burnout. Where do you think that your lowest points were in those particular times? Oh God, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. It's only because because of the mania, you don't you don't think they're low points, but mm. you know the the proof is in the pudding, if you like. I think when you sort of checked into hospital, uh, when you on like a when you, at the end of a high, basically at the at the end of the high. Um, when you realise like your your theories on life and and you thinking you're God and Buddha and God knows what, mm. when when that sort of comes crashing down and and you you basically just surrender and go okay fine I'm my mind's gone. Mm. Um, but but I, I can I say it sort of quite jovially now. But the first time that was without doubt the most weird, scary, awfully like petrifying thing. Um, and I think uh, that was definitely the low point. Like coming off the back of that high but I I think what's really great is we're now in like 2020 and that would have happened in 2006 and those 14 years has been so much more information out there mm. uh, for people who might be going through this now 
Um, and I just think that's that it wasn't around really until I didn't know what had happened to me. I didn't have a clue what bipolar was or anything. Mm. Um, and that's something from my from my side of things. And I, I'm bang on about this mania, but it's something which I feel quite well versed in now. And I and I really want to. If anyone's going through mania, like just get in touch because I, I you sort of yeah. you, I feel that um, I, I I just feel that there's there are ways in which you can cope with it. And and the more we share. The people who have experienced stuff, the more they share what they've experienced, it helps those people who are going through it. And I, and I really feel quite strongly about that. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that would be my lowest point would have been the fir- after yeah. the first crash. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I'd, I'd say like, probably from my perspective. I, so I lived in London for six years originally. Then I uh, was seconded over to Chile and then Madrid. Um, I probably I probably say London at, at, at certain points towards the latter end of that, uh, the latter end of that six years. Um, and just everything becomes quite monotonous and that feeds into this whole sort of you know very project orientated you know weekend you're doing the same thing getting you know getting drunk um and it just it just becomes a sort of a never-ending cycle yeah um and so for me it was you know i've always been the the sort of mentality that i always like to have like a meaningful goal or challenge to to work towards um and i probably felt at that time it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily that I wanted to be out of my comfort zone. Like I, the irony is, I probably wasn't that comfortable at yeah. the time. But I just, I, you know, I wanted that. I wanted a more sort of significant challenge. I wanted to shake up what was what was becoming normal. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. Once you do shake up the the status quo and normality, if you like, that's when you get in the end the best results. Whether it's for business, whether it's for your own yeah. uh, personal sort of either self esteem or personal goals that you've got. I think that that's that's the biggest thing. And this again, I've mentioned so many times before on why I started the podcast was to yeah. take myself out of the comfort zone, but help people in the men, uh, in, in mental health space, and yeah. you know try and just break down that stigma and just really yeah. kind of just you know and I mentioned it on another episode that's that's coming out soon it's breaking it down brick by brick it's, yeah. it's not knocking the wall down in one go because sometimes that can't happen you can't take yeah. all the foundations at once yeah. but yeah I think that's that's really important so yeah. yeah definitely taking that from you guys yeah um so how did you how did you overcome your struggles then what would you say would have been something that was kind of the eureka moment that you just went okay great this is where now I'm starting to you know, get through the next phase of, of what I'm suffering with at the moment. Yeah. Well, I'll go ahead. So, so from like a personal perspective, well, well, firstly, it would be admitting that I have an illness because it's very easy to sort of shun that. But I think once you realise you have an illness, it becomes much, much easier to manage. Um, and I think sort of, uh, and this is where Mindful.com sort of came from, was this, uh, I'd done a lot of meditation, a lot of introspection, a lot of analysis of my own mind. Mm. Uh, and I realized quite a simple fact after all that searching, um, I just came to the realization that it really it's when you start getting out of your head and when you start doing things and when you start engaging in the world in the way in which we're humans, how we're meant to be, that's when you sort of find that balance. Um, and so for me, that sort of that introspection can only go so far. Um, and all of the introspection led to get out of your head, go and do things, and that, and it's a very simple thing, and that's how you can start to feel better. Um, and that was sort of the genesis, really, of, of, of Mindful.com, was this sense of doing. Uh, and now we've added you know, several more layers onto it, especially with Dr. Nick, our, our sort of mental mm. health specialist, and he's coming across like mental fitness, and it's a much broader, a broader array of things, and um, yeah. that, was, that was how I came up. Yeah, I think this is where me and James like, come together in terms of common ground, because for me, I touched on on my last response. I wanted to find uh, another challenge. I wanted to shake things up. And so 
I, I found us a comment to Chile. I didn't speak any Spanish whatsoever. I thought I, I thought I spoke a little bit of Spanish, but nothing. 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 Beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hablo order. Yeah, exactly. I still can't remember anything. Yeah, yeah. The 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 only way to learn is through humiliation. Any language. I'll put it out there. But um, and that was and that was great. So I went over there. I didn't really know anyone. Um, learned a completely different language, completely different way of doing business. Uh, learn how to surf um and you know and like the it's, it's common with what james's approach is because it all revolved around just doing something different and, and and doing new things finding new challenges and so that that was probably how i that's how i approached it yeah and i'm guessing that then was the birth child of mindful.com exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly so, that so tell us about uh you know tell us about mindful.com and what inspired you to start it yeah Absolutely. So, I mean, we've touched on what inspired us to start mm. it. So mm. I, I came from this attitude of sort of meditation, doing things, Ed, with the sort of the more broader doing stuff on weekends or whatever it is. And then Nick, uh, Nick, um, uh, oh, I can't think what I'm saying. Well, no, I mean, Nick's had his own. He, so Nick's, uh, this is probably a good, um, good time to introduce Nick. So Nick's the third business partner. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a medical doctor. He specializes in mental health. Um, he's training to be a psychiatrist. Um, and he's always, he's always for a long time compa- campaigned for um, a very broad appra- approach to this subject, which seems a bit counterintuitive when you're trying to start up a focused business. But the reality is, there's no, there's no two minds are the same, yeah. and so and no two lifestyles, lifestyles are the same. And so he's always been a massive advocate of the fact that everyone needs to find what works for them mm-hmm. in terms from a mental fitness perspective. Yeah, and that and that underpins uh, mindful.com. So the yeah. idea is. You'd come to mindful.com and there's a huge array of things you can do um, covering all sorts of topics, uh, whether it's learning about stuff, inspi- finding inspiration from other people, uh, things you can do, uh, a, a huge array of things. And we've, we've sort of uh, made it as, as simple as possible to sort of access all that information. And we've, we've divided things up into what we are coining as blocks. Mm. Uh, so you have a mental... Uh, a, a topic of mental fitness, which sort of is segregated into this block, uh, which is a two-minute, a two-minute audio created by us with a sort of research team working out why something might be good for you. So, say it's like uh, forest bathing, a new topic. Like, what is that? We'll go and research what forest bathing is, uh, and then we'll do a, a narrated two-minute audio on that. And then there'll be three. Uh, we call it the explore more sections, and that can sort of. Uh, prompt you to find out more about forest bathing and that would be one block and then that can be replicated across many other things uh, which is cool so you've got forest bathing unwind with a hot bath uh, you know buy some house plants or learn about the change triangle which is a sort of a psychologist uh, view on mental health and then what's exciting is those blocks can then be put together into block lists right um, and you can share those block lists so again sort of re-emphasizing the fact that you know, you need this broad approach for your mental fitness, and this is a sort of simple way to deliver that. We yeah. hope. We hope. <laughs> Hopefully, the website makes yeah. that a bit clearer. <laughs> that was my best attempt, Ed. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Yeah, Bang yeah on, no, get, ch- check out the website. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's probably probably easier than me rambling succinct, on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what would you say then makes uh, Mindful.com? different to other platforms to do with mental health and, and things like that what would you say would so, be different I'll let Ed on so I, I'd say so from my, my perspective so but you have two um, relatively distinct set you have mental health 
mental health is synonymous with mental ill health, mm-hmm. for, for better or for worse, worse, because the definition on its own isn't actually negative. Mm. But within that space, you have it's dominated by um, by medication and therapy, um, and then you have the mental well-being space, which is very very focused on on meditation and mindfulness. So, like calm and headspace being the obvious um, obvious yeah. two in that space. Um, our approach, which we touched on a bit earlier, is it's 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 it's, it's mental fitness, which is the which is the the um, the act of you know posit- of uh, looking after your mind on a regular basis, which is which is critical. But more importantly, it's very diverse. We're not saying like just do meditation, just do therapy, um, you know, just whatever it might be, just do um, you know other introspective techniques. It's about it's about balancing your life so that you get there's lots of different things you can tap into that all on their own from a scientific perspective are good for your mind so like james just said maybe it's like cold water immersion maybe it's forest bathing you know maybe it's learning to cook a new recipe maybe it's uh, taking up a new hobby and the idea is is that you know there's not you know there's no one size fits all you need to like you, you need to sort of curate a list of things especially in this day and age the modern world that we're living with you know countless you know social media and this yeah. that, and the other you need to find things in the real world that are good for your mind to keep yeah. to keep I mean, you sane and i think your point about finding things dr nick loves the idea of this sort of the trial and error element to it so you don't necessarily know what's good for you until you've tried it um yeah. and there's various things which you sort of almost forget about and when we were setting up mindable.com on, on the website we'd, we'd ask people what do they do for their mental fitness and um you know my instant reaction would have been you know yoga meditation and running or something but then someone replied you know cooking and i hadn't even hadn't even thought of that you know even though it just didn't even enter my mind and so the point is that there's loads of things out there which you don't think about but you do without realizing and so when you reframe it you then have a different approach to when you to when you do those things um which is which is great and that's that's something which mindful.com really really wants to offer yeah and i mean with with myself i love cooking i always have done and i find find it quite therapeutic as well like when you're making things from scratch or you Mm. know rather than just going tesco and buying a ready meal or whatever um but yeah i find it quite therapeutic in a way that you that you can do it so that's my sort of escapism a lot of the time yeah, I know yeah. that my mum and dad will probably say something different but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah I think that yeah I think that it's it's really key to have that sort of piece of escapism that you you kind of just do on a den- general day to day but it's something that you kind of enjoy yeah, but like yeah. you said when you reframe it and you think actually yeah that is good exactly. for me that's good for the soul yeah. that's good for the mind yeah. but I've just been doing it for god knows how yeah. long and never thought about it so yeah. it's just that shift in perspective yeah. and when you find other people's escapism mm. and you're like oh right I could try that yeah. you know, escapism you might not have thought of I think that's where it gets really yeah. interesting yeah. I'm interested in the forest bathing yeah, that, this got, is, yeah. So, it comes from Japan actually right, do you okay. know much about it no, nor do I <laughs> <laughs> you should you should head to we got a block on it though no it's uh, it's um, no, it's, it's, it's really interesting, actually. And we partnered with someone who's got uh, down in Cornwall. Mm. And uh, he's so knowledgeable on it. But it's it, amazingly, the um, leaves release uh, certain uh, almost like pheromones, which have been like, proven to, um, to relax you. And, and it goes without saying, just being in nature um, has huge, huge healing benefits. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean you, the list is endless. And actually, um, one of the things I always think of is like, <coughs> if in, in the modern world, we're so... I'm quite. You're just completely bombarded by colour, yeah. And it's just if you only have to look in this room, whichever room you're in now, like mm. there's all these colours coming towards you, and and red, like over 
like you know hundreds of thousands of years red has always signified danger yeah and so instinctively we're taking in all these colors but if you go into a woodland you see a bit of brown and a bit of green mm. and and it's much don't look at the berries but yeah. you see yeah, yeah but you see you know it's a much more sort of calming calming um yeah like approach which i always think of i think it's quite cool but then uh, no it comes from japan actually and so yeah yeah it's got a japanese name which i, I should know yeah um but yeah, it's really interesting it's yeah. really really interesting and it's great probably should have changed the uh the color of the mic covering shouldn't <laughs> yeah. I, really you gave <laughs> us a red one I was gonna say, yeah, it's <laughs> triggering my life. <laughs> um so yeah how how do you think that this is going to benefit people that are struggling at the minute then i mean lockdown has sent everybody into a tears you know the, the plans are changing constantly there's you know yeah. sometimes a, a lot well a lot of the time there's not a lot of clarity that's coming through from it yeah. where do you think that you guys would fit into that space that you can you can help a lot more people with your platform well i think like we've got we've got a lot of content we've got already got 70 odd blocks up there at the moment and then we've got another 100 coming quite quite soon um and i think like you know what, what we're doing is we're we're packaging in a, in a bite-sized format information on all these different things that you can do and we're delivering it in quite a sort of fun inspiring way either by us or, or some ambassadors um and which you know we're hoping you know pretty much everything we've got up there at the moment is is accessible um or there'll be something that is accessible up there that will hopefully suit you so yeah and i think also what's in, what's interesting is um the first time we sort of got the website live i i, I um I was commuting somewhere and, and I found myself scrolling through mindful.com and it was a, sort of the reverse of normal scrolling, which is, you know, is quite polluting to your mind. Mm. And it's sort of, you're scrolling through and like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. And it's just had this different framing to it. And I think the point is like, through, I think if you, uh, I think it, oh, I've done it again. Yeah, but I mean, no, it's, it's the, it's the concept thing. of like, you're, you're scrolling, but everything that you, that, that, everything that you click on is good for you. Like, and there's science behind it. So, you know, you're, you're, if, if you do go down a wormhole, it's, gonna, it's, it's with the intention of getting you out there to go and try it. Yeah, so, rather than just getting stuck in, rather a than just getting stuck in there. wormhole you know. of cats. That, yeah, that's exactly. That, that, that was my point. Yeah. It's like, if in lockdown, if we, go, if we go back into a lockdown, you can still access all this information from where you are. You don't, although we're promoting, like, doing things, mm. you can still learn about all this stuff and, and, and engage mm. in this content, but not necessarily have to go and do those things because of physical sort of limitations by the government. So yeah. that, that was where I was going. Yeah. But there's also plenty of things that you can do in your home as well. Yeah, so, true, yeah. true, And, we'll, true, and true. we'll make sure that there's even yeah, more yeah, of those. Fine, yeah, fine, Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so, just get to make that clear. Yeah. <laughs> so where do you gents see the, uh, the platform going in a year's time? Where, where's your aspirations? Uh, Ed? Yeah, so I think... I. I you know, from a platform, so a website at the moment, mm. and we've got quite a lot of content up there. I think by the end of the year, we want to have, you know, at the moment we've got 100 block or 70 odd blocks. I think by the end of the year, we'd like to have thousands. Yeah. Um, and not just created by us, we want to get ambassadors involved. We've already got a load of collaborations going on, but if we can get other people to tap into our platform and share what they do, that, that, would, be the, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think like we just want to, we want to improve the functionality. We'd like to be an app by then. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, the ability for people to track what is actually working for them would feed them pretty well to what we're offering. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and I think also fundamentally, like the, the reason we started this was to help people, was to give people a better chance with their mental health. Yeah. And so in a year's time, like there's no doubt yeah. that we'd love 
people to be on the platform and really receiving the benefits of that. Um, and, and hopefully we're, we're trying our hardest to put together the best content to give people the best shot at feeling better. So, mm-hmm. so from, from, you know, that would be, an, if we achieve that within a year, that would be amazing. That yeah. would be really, really good. Perfect. Gentlemen, just to uh, wrap up with one last question. With the, the previous struggles that you were going through, what advice would you give to anyone who's either in a similar situation or you know, is going through something now that would kind of resonate with what you have been saying earlier in the podcast? Um, what would you say to them for, for, the, for anyone who's listening? Definitely from my perspective, with if, if you're diagnosed with bipolar disorder, take, take your medication. Mm. Uh, don't fight it it's it's a gift we're so fortunate we have this medication in in the modern world um you know people who didn't have it 100 years ago had a much tougher ride than we've got it's an absolute gift there's it's 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 it, 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 take your meds basically if, yeah. you, if you know you need to take your meds just relish them enjoy them and think you're so lucky to have them yeah. would be my advice yeah uh, probably me I'd, I'd just say um you know i look look for you know, if you're if you, if you're in a monotonous rut, you know, look for new things that you can do. Ch- challenge yourself. You know, look for those things that can put you out of your comfort zone, and don't don't be afraid to try them. Basically, yeah, and just like make that make that jump. Yeah, perfect, <laughs> gentlemen. Thank you so much thank for coming you, on. Where yeah, uh, where can we find you? Or where's your socials? Your website links? Where can <laughs> we find you? Probably mentioned that link so many times. <laughs> <laughs> What's it yeah. called again? Yeah. Uh, no, so uh, head to mindful.com, just M-I-N-D-E-R-F-U-L.com uh, and mindful underscore com on, on Instagram. So they're, they're, yeah, head there and, you, and you'll find lots of information about us and, and what, we're, yeah. what we're trying to do. Yeah. Perfect. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in. It has been an absolute pleasure Thanks, meeting Dan. you both. Really, really enjoyed it. Hopefully you enjoyed the wheat sheaf yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. it's great. <laughs> Time for a pint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Five. No. <laughs> half pint. Half pint. Saber a half pint. Saber a half pint. One of the blocks. Yeah. Gentlemen, thank you. Thanks very much. Thanks, Dan. And there we are, guys. There they are from Mindful.com. What lovely lads, eh? Um, so I will link everything to do with them and their platform going forward. I'm really excited for those guys. and I'm really excited to look at their content as well. So, uh, yeah, check them out, mindful.com, if you didn't get it from uh, the whole episode. Um, but, yeah, you can find me, again, as we said at the top of the show, on Instagram, at the Dan Draper Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, at the Draper Podcast. You can find me on Facebook, on the Dan Draper Podcast. And, again, if you'd like to get involved, I'd love to have you on the show. You can email me on the Dan Draper Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you again soon.